All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend, Dr. Monique, is back with us. And today we are talking about how about healing ancestral business wounds. So for those of us who are in business, but also for those of us who are not, but are thinking about it or just anything, even that, you know, could be affecting your life. So we'll talk about that with more with Dr. Monique. Um, but yeah, it is, it is about healing ancestral business wounds and your ancestresses. I said it right this time. The healers, leaders, entrepreneurs, and creators and creatives are ready to assist you with achieving the success that they didn't, right? So this is the time for all of us to really step up and claim our success, and they are here to help us. Um, we're going to talk about and discover the ancestral business wounds that impact your business success and abundance. We're going to learn why generational wounds keep many healers in hiding. And Dr. Monique is going to connect with the business ancestresses of select callers. And you can learn how they can help you fulfill your soul's purpose. So I'm excited because we haven't done this yet. So this is a, this is the first. Um, and for those of you who don't know Dr. Monique, she's been on our show many, many times. We love having her on the show. It's always so much fun and we receive so much wisdom amazing so dr monique is an ancestress warrior who is living the life her ancestors couldn't and she is the ancestress griot chief intuitive officer of ancestress rising and the creator of ancestress story healing <laughs> did it ancestress rising is a healing and empowerment movement that encourages highly sensitive spiritual entrepreneurs healers and intuitive leaders to embody their ancestresses wisdom guidance power and resilience to heal generational wounds to fulfill their soul's purpose and leave a legacy. Dr. Monique's devotion to the ancestors comes from her training with her ancestors, both in physical and spirit form, her doctorate in metaphysical counseling, mentoring from spiritual teachers worldwide, and two decades of implementing the teachings of ancestor reverence in her life. Wow. So I'm so glad that you're back with us, Dr. Monique. Like I said, we always have so much fun. We always learn so much. It's always enlightening awakening oh my god so I'm so glad you're here welcome 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 back thank you for inviting me back I love being here I always love the people that show up I love talking to you we have so much fun so I I think our ancestors actually are dancing together you know excited when we come together because it's just always so much fun yes absolutely so Let's get into it, right? Because we haven't talked about the business aspect before or or the the business wounds per se, you know, dealing with the ancestresses. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm saying it properly each and every time. You got it. And sometimes I even get my tongue gets tied, right? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's the little things. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm I'm really excited to share this piece because As I speak to people from around the world, as I am on different shows, one of the things that comes up so often is I really want to do this healing work, or I am a healer, or I talk to people who have taken tons of classes, right? And they have lots of wisdom, and there's still something that keeps them from actually stepping into it fully. And the more I started seeing that, I'm thinking, wow, look how many souls are missing out because these people are feeling uncomfortable with moving forward with doing this work. Mm -hmm. And then I started noticing with some entrepreneurs, they have 
you know, these spiritual entrepreneurs and even these leaders that I'm working with have so many beautiful gifts and so much talent and so much wisdom and creativity that just stays inside of them and doesn't go anywhere. And we know that there are many, many reasons for that. But as I started looking and talking to people, what I started discovering is that there were some karmic stories that were in their family lineage that were common for all of the people that I was talking to. And I thought, wow, I need to check in with the ancestors, kind of talk to them. And then I started looking at my own challenges over the years with being seen, you know, being visible. And I thought, ooh, let me think about what some of the wounds were that I worked on that helped me feel more comfortable sharing my spirituality, sharing my work, you know, talking to people about it, coming out of hiding. What were those? And that's when I thought, you know what? Let me talk to the ancestresses. Let me connect with the business ancestresses of people that I'm working with and with my own and just really ask them, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? Because I'm hearing from them, this is the time. We're rising up, we're helping you, we're supporting you, we're going to, you know, open doors for you, clear the path for you, make it easy for you, but yet there's still something happening. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered is that there are karmic stories in our lineage that are impacting that and playing a part in that. And those karmic stories are often abuse. And abuse has come from, you know, you and I both know ancient times, you know, Mm -hmm. you talked about being a healer. There were some instances where that was so acceptable and you could do that. And then there were other times when people were stoned to death. And so, right. So abuse. And then there were situations where people had fear, right? They were, there was fear of actually being seen, of being, Um, of sharing these gifts, fear in in some cases, as I'm working with people, I'm finding that their ancestors were fearful that they would harm people. Mm -hmm. Right. And what do we hear people? I hear people tell me that all the time. Well, what if I don't do it right? What if I don't make a mistake? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And for, and some of that is because that's what they're being taught. Right. Mm -hmm. But for some, it really has something to do with the lineage wounds. So fear was one that was really a big one. And then scarcity is another one. People are afraid that there won't be enough. Yeah. And enough on many levels. There won't be enough people that will want to work with them. There aren't, there isn't enough money that will be coming in. And what if I am poor, broke, and destitute as a result of this? So that's what happens in our thinking. But then we have ancestors that were basically taught that you would, when it comes to a career, you look in a book and you pick a career, right? You look in a college catalog, you pick a career Mm -hmm. and you do that. We have ancestors that didn't have the opportunities that we have now. So there's a lot of protection that takes place with them around us stepping into something that is unfamiliar or is new and original, And so we have this fear that begins to take place. And then the, um, and so we have the fear, scarcity, and abuse. And 
then we kind of deal with a little bit of a combination of betrayal and abandonment, right? People afraid that if I do this, everybody's going to walk away from me. People are going to look at me. I won't be accepted anymore. I'll be rejected by people. And that happened to some of our ancestors when they stepped into business or when they started offering their gifts and they were working in their purpose, oftentimes they were abandoned, Mm -hmm. right? And so abandonment plays a big one and betrayal. And I know one of my clients that I worked with um, a few months ago, she had a situation in her family lineage where many of the women in her lineage were healers. And they basically were in hiding. They didn't share it. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew about it. They were in hiding. And as we started connecting with ancestresses, going back about seven generations, what we discovered is that there was a great deal of betrayal that took place. This particular group of women in her family were all healers. And when they were found out, they were betrayed by people that they thought would protect them. They were betrayed by people that they thought would keep their secret. And so these ancestors have passed down from generation to generation that if you step out, mm-hmm. people are going to betray you. So those are some of the wounds that I've seen that show up. And I thought we need to clear these because there's so many talented healers naturally gifted people that want to do this work and they're not. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. one of the, yeah. And one of the other things that I discovered too, as we're doing this work is that when we tap into the ancestresses in our lineage that are our, our healers, that were the midwives and the nurses and the shaman and the medicine women and all of these um, healers in their villages and communities, when we tap into their abilities and to their wisdom, it helps to clear away some of the concerns that we have. Well, here's the other thing that happens that I really love is oftentimes people have learned different healing modalities, right? They've learned these things but they're still not feeling like they've hit the right one. So they're continuing to go and they're learning more and learning more. And that's good, but it can also keep them from stepping out. Mm-hmm. And what we discovered is when we work with these ancestresses that have this business background, that have the healing background, oftentimes people come up with a way to combine what they've learned into something unique, different, and unusual something that is missing, something that is needed in the world. And that becomes so much fun because all of a sudden, you know, I'm working with a client and we're connecting with their ancestresses and you can just see the light bulb come on and they're like, oh, I can put this with this and do this and do this. And the next thing you know, they've come up with some way that they can offer their work that in a way that feels really good to them, that really fulfills their purpose. It makes them feel like they are contributing and, and they're having fun and the fear starts to go away and the abundance starts to roll in of clients and money and resources and opportunities start to flow and start to come in. 
And so that's how I decided to start working and doing some more work around that piece, because I really believe that there are people out there that need the people that are hiding. (laughs) Oh, for sure. And, And even those people that are hiding, they want to express themselves, you know, they want to do the work, right? And so they feel, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're not fulfilling their potential, right? Because they're not able to go out and do that. And so then that, you know, they start judging themselves, they're getting sad, depressed, etc. Because like, I should be, I want to, but I just can't, right? All of that stuff happens in a person's mind. And, you know, I'm like one of those people who has like a million modalities under her belt, <laughs> so that's not a bad thing no it's absolutely not and then you know then you 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 combine them and use them in 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 a certain way for you know for whatever the the client needs so if you know for those people who have been like taking one modality after another after another after another it's not a waste it's not a loss it's like combine them and use them together you know because most modalities you can you could use them in different ways to combine them and that may be what you know people need to do for for some of them yes. and um and it's, you know it's about you know what one of the things that you were talking that came to me was and some of these ancestresses from the past we are them right we are them and now it's our time to show up and stand up and do our work we couldn't do it before for all the different reasons but now we're back to actually do the work and claim our space in in in, in the healing space right and so um some of you may be feeling that as well, right? That I am that ancestress. I'm, I've come back now to fulfill my potential and, and fulfill my role and do my healing work. And, you know, the time is now. Absolutely. You know, and so um, there's a lot of support from the ancestresses, you know, as well too, uh, for people who are like wanting to step out, wanting to shine, wanting to do the work, right? Oh, yeah, they are they're ready. They're there. They're, um, they're, it's like, they're sitting on the edge going, come on, ask me, ask me. (laughs) I'm here. I can help you. And we just need to ask. I mean, really, we just need to ask. But oftentimes what happens is that people are told that they have family curses. There's negative family patterns. There's family wounds. There's family trauma. And they're not told there's courage and wisdom and creativity mm-hmm. and these ancestors that have lots of solutions, these ancestors that have expertise and skills that you can use that they've passed to you that are yeah. laying there inside of you. They're in your DNA, just like those other things are <laughs> they're in there. And when we tap into them, it even makes it easier to clear some of those things that are considered wounds and traumas. But we really need to go, you know, tap into that flow. And when you do, you'll notice that things begin to shift very rapidly. Yeah, I love that because it's true. Like we didn't just inherit the wounds and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. We also inherited the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the strength, the courage, the perseverance, the, you know, the the entrepreneur mentality even right so we we inherited a lot more not just the bad stuff we what about the good stuff we inherited that too so that is there but we tend to focus on the bad stuff right when things are not working it's like well it must be because of this it must be because of that well maybe but also like you also have all this other great stuff why don't you focus on that and use that to your advantage right 
And maybe it's because you're not focusing on that, right? As opposed to it's because of these traumas and these wounds. Sometimes it's because you're not really looking at the gifts that are inside of you that you can utilize and really um, tap into to support you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I want to go back to one of the things that you said too about people taking the different modalities. The only time it ends up being a waste is if you don't use it. True. Right? Um, Is if you don't do something with it, then you might find that it's a waste. But other than that, it's a gift to you because I find that some people need to take those things in order to really open up to what their real gifts are and what their (laughs) real healing abilities are. And it's important sometimes to do that. And, you know, I I find a lot of times that, you know, like Reiki, for example, is the gateway to healing, right? It's the gateway (laughs) to to opening up all sorts of different abilities. But I always tell people, you know, like if you have a lot of modalities or even one, use it on yourself. You know, first and foremost, use it on yourself. And as you continue to use these modalities and these gifts with your on yourself, you know, you'll start to heal, you'll start to clear, you'll start to, you know, get into the flow and then more and more and more will open up. But, you know, don't just wait to do it with clients. Do it with yourself. Make yourself your premier client, your number one VIP client as well. Right. I, I agree. Do it on a dog. You can. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're yeah, dogs, cats, plants, properties. <laughs> exactly. Do it on anything. You know, if your car is giving you problems, do your healing work on your car. Whatever it is, just utilize it. Because the more you utilize it, the more strength you have in it. It's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you become at it. But if you're just holding on to the training, then unfortunately, yeah, that's all you're doing, holding on to the training. So it's it's extremely important. And I agree with you about working on yourself. That is, I mean, every healing modality that I learned, that was the first thing I started doing is, is doing it on myself. And more than likely, the reason why I learned it was because I wanted to do something for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And when, when I'm saying like working on yourself, it's not just about healing, but it's also about empowering you, right? It starts to open up your gifts, you know, more of your gifts and more of who you are. It's not just about the healing and clearing and it's because, you know, it's like, we're not bad. We're not broken. We don't really have to be fixed, but sometimes there's layers that need to be removed a little bit so we can really see the shining light that we are. Oh, I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, it, um, we're, we're often focusing on what's wrong with us, healing us, what we need to heal, what we need to improve, what we need to change. And, but there are also all of these wonderful things inside of us. What happens if we decide to focus on those? Yeah. What happens? The ancestors can help with, sorry, I was going to say the ancestors can help with both right? Both aspects, right? The empowering aspect as well as the healing aspects, right? So right. Um, we're going to take color questions for sure, but I, 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 I don't want you to focus just on what are my wounds, what needs to be healed, but also focus on, you know, what are some of the gifts that I came with? And, you know, you know, I don't know, something more empowering as well, not just on the, on the wounds, because I don't know. <laughs> well, here's what I've discovered about that. And it's a good point that you're making. What I've discovered is 
as we connect with the ancestresses that have these gifts, that have all of these positive attributes, that have gone through the healing process, or maybe they didn't even need to, when we align with them, when we partner with them, when we connect with them, it is Mm -hmm. so much easier for those wounds to be released and cleared and healed. So much easier. But if we focus only on the part that needs to be healed, it takes much longer to heal those wounds and to have that connection with those wise ancestresses that are ready to support you. Yeah. Hopefully that was clear. I think, I think, I think that was clear. I want to, I want to, you know, cause we, we are talking about, you know, healing the ancestral business wounds, right. Um, which we talked a little bit about, but, you know, even some of those wounds, it's like, yes, you know, we want to heal some of those business wounds, but also we want to um, bring forth and activate more of the gifts that we have so that we can, we can be in business more successfully. So we can stand out and we can shine and we can do our work that we want to do. So having yeah, the success and, that we deserve. Yeah. And that is today when we open up for questions, what I want to do is connect with the ancestress that is ready to support you. Yeah. So we're not even going to look at the ones that need healing right now. We're looking at who's available to support you. Who in your lineage can you now partner with and align with to move your business forward? And, you know, I'm talking about business wounds, but we're also talking about your career. Anything that you want to do to fulfill your soul's purpose is really is impacted by these as well. Mm-hmm. there's also that ancestress that's available and there's tons of them that are available, but then we're only going to connect with the one that are available to help you with whatever it is that you are wanting to do that um, really fulfills your soul. Yeah. It could be a project. It could be, you know, a business career, work relationship, what, whatever really, but what makes you feel successful? What makes you feel you're living your um, soul purpose, living your life on purpose even, right? Yes, yes. Okay, good. I'm excited because it's always so much fun to um, see who comes forward and what kind of information and message they have, you know? <laughs> oh, the, these ancestresses, I tell you, um, and some of them come through and they're sassy, <laughs> right? They're sassy. <laughs> So, and that's why I call the the program that I have is called Ancestress Legacy Warrior, because some of these ancestors are on fire and they're ready to just, let's create a legacy here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. That's powerful. And and that's what it's about. Are you willing to tap into that energy? You know, the one that uh, Dr. Monique is just talking about, you know, that powerful energy, because you have that within you as well. So please don't think that it's only only the ancestors, uh, only other people. No, it's also within you. And sometimes we just have to wrap our head around the fact that we're not limited. We're not small. We're not this. We're not that. We are actually beyond what we can imagine. Um, And I want to tag onto that too. Oftentimes people think, well, I can't connect with them or they're not interested in me or they're not talking to me or I had bad relationships with members of my family or I don't know my family. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. 
there are still ancestresses in your family lineage that you probably will never be able to research because they go far back. Some of Mm -hmm. them you can, some of them you won't be able to more than likely, um, depending on where you are in the world. For some people that, that history has been maintained, but for most people it hasn't. And these ancestresses exist and they're ready to support you and help you. And anyone who wants to connect with them can connect with them. It's Mm -hmm. different for each person. You know, some people connect where there's like a booming voice in their ear. Some people, it's just a feeling. Some people, they see things or experience things or have visions or have dreams. Some people, as I've said before, in the grocery store and they're looking at a magazine and all of a sudden something pops in and clarity comes. It really just depends for each person, but we all have the ability to connect. Yeah, you just have to ask and without having it show up in a specific way, like it has to be like this. Nope, just be open to receiving. (laughs) You know, that's why I was talking about just be open to receiving. Um, um, So the image I was getting right now was like, be like a vessel um and this vessel has all these holes you know so it's like receiving from different ways and different um forms even just to receive the information the insights the messages the healing the wisdom and so on and so forth so yeah they can I love it in so many ways yes and remind remembering too that we're not only talking about your blood ancestresses we're also talking about non-blood related mm-hmm those people in history that you feel connected to the people, maybe there was, you know, a family that lived down the street from you when you were growing up and you felt connected to the great grandma or the grandmother, right? You can call on her and ask her. You can call on ancestresses of any business that has been around for a long period of time that you may feel connected to. So you can Mm -hmm. always, tap into more than just your own, but ancestresses of others as well. Yeah. So don't limit yourself to just your own family because we are all connected in, you know, the greater sense, we are all connected. Um, And so we have access to more than just our own bloodline. Okay. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that's clear for everyone. (laughs) So um, where do you want to go next, Dr. Monique? Let's see. I was looking. There were a couple of um, questions, I think, that showed up. Okay. Oh, yeah, so there there's was... some people that are asking. Okay. Their questions. But Erica was asking, um, are your ancestresses only for this lifetime or can, can they be related to past incarnations? So the ancestresses that we're most talking about are the ones that are blood related to you. Now, we all, like I just mentioned, you can connect with others. But you may find that there's ancestors that come from past incarnations that join you as well. Really, what I encourage people to do is just invite the ancestors. And we, you know, we're really careful about how we do it because we want to open up to the ones that can be most helpful for you. But invite the ancestresses that are most aligned with what it is that you're wanting to accomplish and wanting to do. And be welcome as, you know, open to receiving, right, from any ancestress that wants to come through and work with you. And when they do, then they will often 
support you with working with those ancestors in your lineage that did have some of these karmic stories that we were talking about so that you can heal some of those. But you can work with any of the ancestresses that you want, ancestors as well from previous incarnations, ancestors in your family lineage. So we are really talking about the ancestresses because they've been sharing with me that they're here and they keep showing me these images of us walking in what they call the quantum garden, where we they're just rising up as you are planting your dreams, they're rising up and clearing the pathway for you to achieve exactly what you want to achieve. The other thing is, is we have male ancestors too, right? And we have male ancestors that can support us, that can open the door. What I find when I'm working with my clients is that usually a ancestress will come through first. The grandmas of the lineage, right? The aunties of the lineage always seem to come through first. And then they bring the men along, right? Mm -hmm. So then the men show up and the men share their stories with me or share the healing that needs to be done or share the wisdom that they have. And so we don't want to overlook them either. But right Right. now we're at a point where these ancestresses that were not able to do the things that we have the resources and the opportunities to do now are wanting to come and help us. They want to support us. They want to guide us. And they feel right now is the time. They feel that there is a strong need for this feminine energy to come forward and help. And they're not just helping women, they're helping men as well. They feel more of that connection to, you know, females in the lineage, but they're helping our male living relatives as well. We just have to ask. Just as you said, just ask, just mm-hmm. ask. Yep, exactly. And it's all about asking and then being willing to receive as, as well, right? Yeah, because a Getting lot of out times- out of your own we, way. Right. So a lot of times we'll ask, you know, I, I had someone that sent me a message recently and she said, I want to know if this man that I'm dating is the one for me. And then her next statement was, And I want to be sure that the ancestresses make him the one for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. We don't want that. It doesn't work that way. No. (laughs) It does not work that way. That's even manipulation. And that's not something we want to get into either. But it doesn't work that way. As you said, we have to be open to receiving. And sometimes what we even visualize is not as amazing and incredible as what can be delivered. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's totally different, but guess what? When it's different, it's usually, well, I'm not even usually, it's always more aligned with what your soul's purpose is. And it will bring you much more joy and fulfillment than that thing that you were focusing on before. So for this particular client who, you know, wants me to focus on this particular person, you know, my, my conversation with her was more about, why don't we really focus on the kind of relationship you want to be in and ask your ancestresses to help you have that type of relationship and just let it flow and let it come. And it took a while to kind of break down those barriers for her because she was very stuck in this particular 
situation where, you know, this relationship was failing miserably and probably from the fact that there was a lot of abuse needed to walk away from it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So it's very interesting how this information can show up and how it can, can support you, but you have to be open to it coming in the way that it comes and not being so tight. And mm-hmm. trust, trust that yes. what it, whatever information is going to come through is for your highest good and what you need to know about, for example, we're talking about business, success, sole purpose um, to assist you and to move you forward. <clears throat> they do. And, you know, another thing that's really fun is I find that as people are partnering with these ancestresses that are their, that are business ancestresses or healers in their family lineage or they were leaders, as they partner with them, they become more creative. And one of the things that I work with people on after that is, okay, we've partnered with them. We've done this healing. What do you want to create? What is the legacy you want to want to leave? And what happens is people become much more creative and they start to dream bigger and they have more exciting ideas to come through with them and they feel more confident. They're more, they have more courage to actually bring them together. Like, a library in a village in Africa, someone taking her property and turning it into a retreat um, for Mm -hmm. overworked women who are working in industries where, you know, they're, they're working with children who are abused. So there's different ways that people can do it. 78 year old woman who wrote a book, right. Who wanted to write a book for years, right. She wrote her book and So there's different things that begin to come through and people feel much more confident about it. I've had people up and leave their jobs, right? Been talking about it for years and suddenly they're like, you know what? I can do this. Let me go and go do something else that I want to do. And these women are leaving legacies as a result of the support that they've received from these ancestresses as a result of clearing out the wounds, as a result of this partnership now they can open up to all these different ideas. And then when they do, what they find is that it becomes the resources they need, the information they need, the opportunities they need, even the finances they need, they start to flow. It starts to yeah. open up. It becomes less of a struggle because before they may have been stuck trying to do something that really wasn't in an alignment for them. Or they and they were also trying to do it by themselves right without the support of the ancestresses or other guides for, for example right it's a, and it's important you know the ancestresses are what we're talking about today but we you and i both know there are many more guides that are mm-hmm. available to us to work with us on a variety of things and yes we need to be open to them as well yeah open up absolutely let it flow let it come in Yep. Let it flow. Be open. All right. So um, do you want to take some questions? So again, we said, we, we said, what do we say? The ancestress that wants to support you in moving forward in your project or whatever happens to be business success, etc. Yes. Yes. And if you have, I mean, and we want to make it quick so that we can get to yes. as many people as we want, but um, as we can, excuse me. But if you have like one thing that you're working on, that you're wanting to break through just quickly mention what it is, but we don't, you don't have to give all the detail. You can just kind of quickly tell me what it is. And then 
I will connect with the ancestress that most is in alignment with helping you break through that. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so we don't need a whole uh, long, long story, but we do. You, do you need people to like speak with you or, or can they write in the chat? They can write in the chat. They can do either okay. one. And if, okay. you know, if one of us, you, you know, we may end up bottom lining you if you're talking for a long time. It's not because we are not being respectful. Sometimes I get enough information so we don't have to continue. Mm-hmm. So please don't so, consider it being rude. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I want to start off with Lourdes. Lourdes was here on the call before I got here and oh, she's so lovely. And so, so she wants to know, so I don't know if this is the right question, Lourdes, but you know, what do I need to do? I am asking and want to be connected to use my gifts and start my business. So I would always ask Lourdes, are you like, do you have gifts? Do you have a healing modality? Do you have things that you could offer to start your business? That's what I would ask first. But yeah. Right. Um, And then which ancestress, I guess, can support her. She says, I do have a vision. Okay. Well, a vision is great. Okay. It's a starting point. (laughs) Okay. Um, And Lourdes, if you can just type in there and share with us just one thing that is a part of your vision that you want to manifest. Okay, so you feel stuck in, okay, that's somebody else. Okay, that's that's somebody else. Okay, yeah. that's Cindy. Okay. A place to heal people. You need a place. Okay. Okay. Which you don't, but but I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So are you a healer, Lords? And so do you want a retreat center, I guess? I'm assuming. I... <laughs> okay, so let's see what we can... I'm trying to start. Okay. Okay. Not as volunteer. The first thing that um, that your ancestresses, one of them said to me is start where you are. And that... That to start where you are, that the block that you're experiencing is the feeling that you need to have a specific location to do your work and to kind of be open to the idea that you're supposed to be able, you're, you're not, you're not here to only work with people that are able to walk into your space you're here to work with a global audience and so you really want to start to rethink that idea you have an ancestress that is um, 14th generation that was a healer and this is the interesting thing this ancestress roamed from village to village to village to village um and, and they may not have even called them villages, but what, I, what she's showing me is that she had like her healing pack that she used to move from village to village to village, offering healing everywhere she went. And she was just known to, to come by and she was the one that was coming into the village to help. She taught people how to heal 
Um, she taught about plant medicine and then she'd move on to the next village. So she's encouraging you to look at this in a different way. And I would encourage you to just kind of step back for a minute and ask yourself, what do I really need? And is my desire for a physical location stopping me from actually going ahead and doing the work? And, you know, Lord's absolutely um, charge, you know, we, we only, we can only volunteer so much, right? We, we, we gift a lot for sure, but we also have to sustain ourselves too and have that energetic exchange, right? So there's nothing wrong with, you know, asking for compensation for a healing work, right? So definitely know that it's okay um, to do that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that part until just now, not as a volunteer. You don't need to do this as a volunteer. You absolutely, this woman that went from village to village to village in your ancestral lineage, she wasn't volunteering, right? She did this. And as a result of doing it, she was fed well, she was housed well, she was given gifts as she moved because that was the currency was mostly gifts. She was given gifts and things as she moved along on her journey. For you, those gifts are actually, you know, monetary. You're, you're wanting to receive pay for the work that you're doing. And I would encourage you to connect with her, ask her to support you, and decide what you want to charge and stick to it. And the more you feel comfortable with it, what you'll find is that the more people will feel comfortable paying you. But if you're uncomfortable and feeling like you need to give away your services, people are going to be very comfortable with that as well and, and yeah. grow to expect it. For sure. And, you know, at the, at the beginning, if like since you're just starting out, you know, start from where you are. Later on in a couple of years, if you want to actually have a retreat center, healing center, you can do that. But in, at the beginning, start where you are. You don't need anything else um, to start. Okay. Yeah, because I, I'm sure, Alara, you are doing work and you're not necessarily always going to a physical location, right? Never. Me either. <laughs> Me Never. Either. Um, so do you have a name for the ancestress? I'm assuming she's asking. Um, Hmm. It's something with an M. Um, it's Mar- Maria, but there was something else with the Maria. Mm-hmm. But start with Maria, because I'm not yeah, catching so- what the other name is. I'd have to to spend a little more time to kind of go in and get that. Sometimes the ancestresses and even ancestors will give me names, and other times they're like names are just names. Lord's also got Maria as well. Pardon? (laughs) Lord's also got Maria as well. Oh, okay. Nice. So there you go. You're you're already connected. Perfect. There you go. (laughs) Good. Thank you. Um, All right. So Mehar had put her question in the chat. Uh, She said, I'm healing people, but not much outcome with exchange. Can you please help me? Ah, Mehar. Yes. Okay.
one of the things um, that happens oftentimes for people that are doing healing work is this belief that they need to give it away. Um, And that comes from a couple of, well, multiple places, but one of them is, I'm not sure that I'm good enough, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not sure that how I'm doing it is the right way. So instead I give it away. And the other comes from sometimes this fear that you'll be rejected if you ask for compensation. And sometimes those are women wounds (laughs) that we have. And sometimes those are ancestral wounds that, you know, that keep us like scarcity. Um, Scarcity is one of the the karmic stories. And if scarcity was a problem in your lineage, then oftentimes what will happen is you don't feel like you can ask for what you want. You don't feel Mm -hmm. like you can be paid what you deserve to be paid. And that creates a challenge for you being able to really step into saying, I'm a healer and this is what I charge. And I'm going to say the same thing for you. Decide what it is that you want to be paid and just decide. It can even be low right now and you can move, work your way up, but decide what you'd like to be paid and decide that that's what people are going to do and decide and make the intention that what you provide is going to be transformational for people. It is going to be healing for people and then make that decision to do it. So that's without the ancestresses, but let me connect in with, you have multiple healers in your family lineage and scarcity is one of the, um, in your family lineage, scarcity is one of the, the deep wounds that took place. And it wasn't necessarily around money. It was, uh, it, that was too, but what real, where it really comes from is a scarcity that there won't be people around. Because the members of your family were people who were very um, connected to other people. And they loved that interaction. But there was always this fear that if they do something the wrong way, there won't be enough people around. So here you have your healing business and you have this scarcity. And so now you have some, you know, some wounds around that, that that probably need to be healed. The ancestress in your lineage that most wants to align with you um, is Sahar. And Sahar is... 12 generations back on your mother's father's side. She was a very powerful healer in her family. So that's where she did her healing work was right there in the family. And it was totally acceptable. Um, She was supported in it, but any conversation about going outside the family that became taboo that you couldn't do that. And so what, ha- what has happened is throughout your family lineage, as long as you were doing it within the family for free, it was okay. She's saying that that's no longer okay because all of these incredible healers in your family lineage are now lined up 
these, these women are now lined up wanting to pour into you so that you can get paid. And they want you to stand up and do it. So Sahar is the one that will come forward and help you with this. Just connect with her and begin to ask her to help you and support you. But stand powerful in knowing that you come from a lineage of healers and that you can be paid because you have this knowledge and wisdom and experience. And now it's really asking for it. The other thing that I'm going to share too, and and I'm sure Alara will, will say the same thing. Sometimes you also need structure, right? You need strategy. You need business strategy in order to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hanging up the shingle and sitting and waiting for someone to come from the most part doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) And there's certain things that you need. I mean, I watch you and how amazing you are at promoting your programs and sharing with people and offering things that are um, really going to help people and are really transformational. I watch you do that. And that's stuff that you have practiced. It's information that you have learned along the way. You didn't just sit back and go, okay, I'm going to just try to figure all of this out, right? And hope that people will show up. You've really worked at it. You've learned the technology. And so sometimes you need the business structure in place and the right mentors to help you with that business structure. Yeah. And please forget that saying, if you build it, they will come. They will not. (laughs) there's more to it than just if if you build it they will come okay you gotta do more than that i wish it happened like that i know right i mean like (laughs) i remember when i first started out and i had a website you know at the get-go i didn't get anybody from my website for the first two or three years nobody so it was from other ways you know so you have to continue so you have to promote yourself, you have to market yourself, you have to share, you know, that you're doing something to people with people. Yes. You All do. right. So hopefully that helps, Mihar. And please just get going. Just start and start small. I mean, like I remember I remember when I first started, I got paid in vegetables and um what was bagels and something like that, you know? So, you know, I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll take that for now, but it's like that's not gonna last for long. <laughs> Right. Oh, but, yeah. So, you know, you start where you are and then you keep going higher and higher, higher, like, you know, whatever is comfortable for you and you keep, you keep doing it. So it just depends on what works for you. And also really, I mean, and this is for everyone mm-hmm. like you, I wasn't getting paid right away. You know, it took time before the money actually started to come in, but also really looking at what am I doing to stop this from happening? Am I, am I not feeling confident about what I have to offer? Yeah. And if you're not feeling confident about what you have to offer, then oftentimes people can feel that energy and they won't feel confident paying you. So really work on being confident about what you are offering and confidence and in what you're offering. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Confidence in what you're offering doesn't mean that you have to um, do a bunch of free work in order to be good. Confidence is just standing in in your power in that moment and saying, 
I have all these ancestresses and guides and angels and, you know, any of the spiritual beings that you work with standing behind me, working with me, supporting me all around me. All I have to do is call on them. I am powerful. My soul came here to do this. My lineage did this. And stand in that power and step forward and know that you will leave people in a better place than what they were before they started working with you. You said that transformation, baby, transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, just so you know, when you're practicing at the beginning, if some of you are like beginners, even when you're practicing, you know, you can you can still charge. It doesn't have to be like a full amount that you would pay. You, you would charge when you're like, you know, not practicing anymore. But when you're practicing, you can still charge a little bit. You know, so well, think don't don't forget that. You know, yeah. Well, think about a doctor. So a doctor that's in training, that's working at a hospital, this person is, you know, studying to become a doctor and they're working in the hospital. Do you think you're going in there and getting free services? Nope. They may not be a doctor yet or a full, you know, they, they may not be, you know, fully practicing. Maybe they're an intern, but you're still paying. Yeah, absolutely. You are a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if you live in the U.S., <laughs> you're paying a lot. Just saying. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, okay, Manisha, you, I'm, I think you have a question, probably about the the books, but I could be it could be something else. I, I know <laughs> we talked about that the oh, other day. Wow. Yeah. So I really resonated with what Mehar is saying. I I'm not uh, I'm not a healer. I've been working as an interior designer, but my life's mission, because you know, Lara has known me for a while. Um, I will, I don't want to go back on, I find that whatever pain that I've gone through has made the, made me the person I am. So my life mission is to um, start a center for empowerment of women uh, who've had similar experiences, abuse. Um, so, and I was wondering, um, recently I've, I was always hoping the money would fall in my lap, which never, it never will be. Um, I never know. But I was uh, thinking of becoming a life coach. And I wonder if, because then I can use those skills to help with these women, empowering them. And I wonder if that's um, what my life mission or is, um, and if there's a name of an ancestor, ancestress who could help me, please. So some clarity on that, please. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And and I'm just going to say again, really quickly, you don't have to have a center to start. You, I mean, you can build a, a, a community for to empower women online. You don't like why limit yourself to a center where you're going to reach, you know, just a few people at a time where you could reach, you know, online, you can reach thousands, you know. So, you know, just I don't know what what this whole center thing is that people want, but you're going to make more of an impact if you do something globally online than um, physically in person, I think, but I could be totally wrong. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Sometimes I hear people say they want a center and that they're allowing that to be a block. But I think sometimes it's the courage of actually stepping into what they want to do. And then there's some people that truly just desire to have a center. You know, that's Mm -hmm. just something that they desire. But then there are some people also that feel that it establishes them more as a business person if they have a physical building. 
So just checking in to see which one of those is actually true for you. And if one of those is true for you, then you really might need to do a little bit of healing around that. When you were talking about the fact that you do interior design and you were want to work with these women, art and, and being um, creative is a really powerful healing tool. It's a very powerful healing tool. Creativity can help people heal and transform. And what came immediately was something where you're bringing both of those together in some way, where you're helping people with their healing through doing something creative. And it may be them just doing something in one room of their home or creating a space for meditation and you're helping them and walking them through creating a sacred space in their environment, in their backyard, you know, wherever it is, helping them to do that as they are going through the process of transforming, healing, and clearing out some of these challenges that they're experiencing. And that doesn't necessarily have to be in a center. The other thing that came up too when you were talking is instead of a center, doing something online that has some type of a retreat type interaction Mm -hmm. where you actually are taking people out of their surroundings Mm -hmm. and taking them to another location where they can actually create and be creative in some way. You have an ancestress in your family lineage on your mother's mother's side. Six generations back. She's a grandmother who was very, very creative. And she was one that was a healer through creativity. She was the one who... Um, helped people who were really struggling with like connecting with other people who had experienced some abuse and she helped them by helping them be creative. And I'm now I realize she was the one that was speaking to me as I was sharing that information with you. She's one that can help you bridge all of that together Mm. and really do something from that perspective. She's saying that um, creativity has an open space. So you need something, you know, it doesn't need to be something that's contained in one particular area. It can be something that's very open. She's even saying that you don't, she's actually kind of moving away. Also, this ancestress is moving away from the idea of something being contained in one location to you actually going to people and doing this work with groups of people, not as much one-on-one as I'm seeing groups for you. Mm -hmm. And so she can really help you work with, with this, um, I mean, this lady could take anything and turn it into a piece of art. Wow. Anything. 
and turn it into a piece of art, including wounded people. She could take them and work with them and turn them into a piece of art and send them back into the world in a way that they're able to just shine their light. Work with her. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Be open to it being different Mm -hmm. than what you thought it would be. Yes, absolutely. It is very different. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alara. Thank you, Dr. Lund. Good. Thank you, Nisha. All right. Um, Ellen, want to unmute yourself? Yes, please. Good evening. Hi, Ellen. Today, I was um, very sad because I felt uh, when I don't use my gifts. So, uh, and now I would like to connect maybe to an ancestors or uh, I've now as listening to Dr. Monique, you know, I've really found some of my blocks and, uh, you know, I, I really don't know whether there are an- ancestors who can help me with one thing is uh, expressing love through voice. This is quite, I think, quite um, one of my missions. Express- expressing love through voice, is that what you said? Through my voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about what, what you're feeling, what that looks like for you. Uh, like uh, singing for groups in a church or even just for, you know, into my iPhone. (laughs) So um, I don't want to make it big, but really uh, voicing the the love that is that I have connection to or to my to the universal field. Mm. Are are you a singer? Like, do you have I don't have singing abilities. That's why I'm asking. Are you, do you have singing well, abilities? I do. <laughs> uh, that is what people have told me. But my 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 throat has to be opened. You know, for the last two um, during the eclipse season. Now, our throat uh, it, it is opening. It is opening, and I do singing more than mm-hmm. before. And okay. uh, but there is still resistance. Um, to open it to open it up but I do humming and singing and uh, and I know it's very powerful and I have to learn that and maybe there is an ancestors what I'm really looking forward to (laughs) yeah I was just curious because I cannot sing worth I I couldn't save my life if I Mm. had to sing I'd be like no yeah, I have to get out of the way, actually, you know, then everything comes through, you know, it's, yeah, it's exactly. really, uh, I have to handle that tool. <laughs> and the clearing of the throat is a process. It's a long process. Mm. So it does not happen like that. It, it, it goes in waves and phases. And, but the more that you still do it, 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 it gets better and better. Yeah, no, that that's all great information. I have this joke. I tell people all the time, I can sing, I can sing my heart out. I just don't have a good voice. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so most people will never hear it. <laughs> but riding along in the car, boy, I can sing to the top of my lungs, right? They hear and the dogs hear it because I sing to them, but <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> So I always have so much respect for, um, you know, for beautiful voices. It just, it's, it's a wonderful, 
Okay, so let's check in. Because as you were talking, what I saw were these three ancestresses around you who um, harmonize, mm-hmm. right? And so they kind of, they were ancestresses that they had a singing group mm-hmm. in your family lineage. And they weren't necessarily like, you know, real famous singers, but they were, you know, they'd go around the community. They would, you know, family celebrations. They were always asked to sing weddings, um, you know, gatherings of any kind, gatherings of women. These women were asked to sing and they harmonize. And what they're sharing with me is that you have the ability to take that harmony that they created, the three of them and create it with your own voice. Mm -hmm. And it will take some time. And that is why it's kind of moving a little bit slower because it is uh, something that uniquely happens. And they're ready to help you. And one of them, she actually has her hand on her throat. Um. She's saying to you every day for the next 30 days to visualize them with you, put your hand on your throat, and then ask them to bring energy from their harmony into your throat and help with the clearing and the healing. These three ladies are with you. They will help you. And they say that the, for you, music throws, flows through your crown and comes into your voice. And if you can think about that as you are singing, then that will be very helpful for you as well. Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Monique. Wow. And thank you for connecting so clearly. That's very clear. I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're mm. welcome. Honor you. Mm. Thank you. Um, all right. So Cindy has a question in the chat. She's an energy healer, lots of modalities, created lots of packages to share, have testimonials, but feel stuck now and not going forward. Okay, I missed the name. Cindy Liebert? 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 Okay, okay. If you can, if you're still on, Cindy, if you could just type in to the chat what one thing do you feel is causing you to be stuck as i kind of tap into them Hmm. 
they're sharing with me that for some reason you're not getting enough rest and sleep and that is impacting you slightly if you can figure out a way to make sure that you're getting enough sleep I don't even know why this coming through but that's what they're sharing with me and not having enough sleep kind of puts you in a place where it's um Okay, you're saying fear, yeah. Kind of put you in a place where fear and anxiety start to come up, you know, lack of sleep. So getting the sleep. The fear is coming from um, a fourth generation male ancestor who used his gifts in a negative way, not intentionally, but that's what happened. And he feels like his gifts were taken away as a, as a result of that. And so that's where some of the, the fear is residing and that clearing that will be very, very helpful to you to be able to pull for your gifts. You have an ancestress that is on your father's mother's side 11 generations and kind of an has an auntie energy that sees and feels very connected to the work that you do. And she is very helpful, but when you feel fear, she basically stops you from moving forward. And one of the ways to best partner with her, because there's other ancestresses that you can partner with, but she's one that's really powerful. So I really want to support you with working with her. One of the ways you can do that is let her know that you're feeling fear, but you want to move forward anyway. You're feeling this fear, but you want to move forward. You're feeling this fear, but you want to be able to um, offer your work in the world. Work with her, talk to her, let her know this so that she can help you as you are, are dealing with this. Her name is Lara. Yeah, her name is Lara. And she, um, she's just you know, kind of laid back. You know, she's laid back, she's flowy, um, she's really kind and gentle and patient, but she's also a protector. So she was one that was always wanting to protect. And in her effort to protect, she's following your guy. And if you let her know, yeah, I feel this fear. I'm, you know, extremely afraid of what may happen and really outline what that fear is because we say fear, but Write down what the fear is and share it with her. Let her know that you have this fear, but you still want to move forward anyway and ask her to help you feel safe in that movement forward. And she'll come through and she'll begin to help you. But you're ready. She's clear that you're ready. You're ready to offer this. You know your stuff. You have it. And she wants you to know 
that there are enough people. She's saying there's actually people right in your immediate circle that are going to be really supportive of you when they get to see the real you and the real part of you that is doing this work. So get started. Awesome. Thank you, Cindy. Awesome. Good. Good, good, good. Um, all right. So, um, Dr. Monique, do you want to take a few minutes and talk about the package and then we can come back and maybe do a few more quick questions? Sure. That sounds good. It's like I'm looking at the clock and it's like, <laughs> I know. You know, time just does not stop. Um, so I'm just going to quickly put in in the chat. Lr.at4/show for slash Monique six. Okay, so perfect. So what am I doing here? Share screen. So we have uh, this special offer from Dr. Monique. It is a, a four-week course package um, about healing your ancestral business we, business wounds course. <laughs> so go ahead, Dr. Monique. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So one of the things that I talked about in the beginning is that I put this together because I was noticing so many people were feeling fearful or for whatever reason, not making and taking that step forward. And what I want to do is introduce you to a system in a way in a, and ancestresses that want to help you. So I created this four week program. And the first thing we're going to do is uncover your number one karmic story in your lineage that is blocking you in your business, blocking your business and abundance, um, keeping you from moving forward. Whatever it is that's blocking you, there's usually one story that comes forward that is the main one. And then we're going to work to clear that story. And that's where you'll receive an activation bundle. So you'll receive an activation bundle that will include weekly ancestral story healing activations and soul journeys that will help you clear that karmic story and begin to connect with your lineage ancestresses that can help you clear the story and step more powerfully into, you know, really being in your business and stepping forward, overcoming the idea that, you know, you've put everything together and for some reason you can't move forward. And then what we're going to do is I'll teach you how to connect with the ancestresses in your lineage that can help you make this quantum leap in your business, that can help you step forward, that can help you begin to connect. And the way it works is I'll send you a guide that will help you uncover your number one karmic story. And then we'll have a live session where we will work on discovering what that karmic story is for you. Each person in the group will have an opportunity to really hone in on what that particular karmic story is. So I'll open up the line and I will start to share with you what the story is that's coming up that I'm sensing is the number one story. And then what we'll do is you'll receive activations and spiritual practices and journeys the following week that will help you clear that story. And then you'll also receive 
the ancestors soul journey to connect with your ancestors who is that business ancestress we connected with one today but this is a journey that will help you connect with her on a much deeper deeper level and also when you're connecting with her she's going to share with you different healing tools different ways that you can work in your business different ways that she can help you and support you and then we'll also have in our last session, so we have four weeks. The first one is a live session. The following two weeks, you're going to receive activations and soul journeys and meditations from me, um, spiritual practices that you can do. And then the final week and the fourth week, that's when we're going to do an even deeper connection to your ancestresses. So you'll come into that group session. And everyone in the group is going to have an opportunity to have messages shared with you from your ancestresses. So I'll be channeling those messages, sharing them with you, giving you some guidance, some information that you can use. Everyone will have an opportunity to receive that. Everyone will have an opportunity to receive some guidance on what their next steps are going to be so that you can begin to really show up in the way that you want to show up around your business. And if you're a business owner who really is unclear right now about what you want to offer, this is a great opportunity to get some support from your ancestresses to help you have more clarity about what you want to offer. And this program is great if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, a healer, intuitive leader, a coach, ready to really make that quantum leap in your business by releasing these generational wounds and by really identifying what these traumas are. And if you want support from these wise ancestors who have the gifts and the support and the guidance to help you align with your purpose courageously um, so that you can impact the world. So really looking at the wounds, but also looking at connecting with these ancestresses. If you want to leave a legacy, this is the program where we start to look at what that legacy looks like for you and overcoming those blocks that are keeping you from stepping into it. And this program is is really for people who are just tired. You're tired and you're frustrated and you really want this business in your life. You want this significant breakthrough. And it's for people who, you know, you really know that you have something incredible to share and you want to help more people with your gifts, even if you don't know what they are yet. Mm -hmm. This program is definitely for you. Okay. So, yeah. So let's just quickly, week one, we'll uncover your hidden karmic business stories. That's the live mini course with me. That's on June 15th. Week two, you'll be receiving from me audio meditations and information that you can use to help to clear that story. Week three, you'll receive a spiritual activation to help you clear the karmic story you selected. That is going to be, you'll receive some audio recordings, but I'm also going to do throughout that week, I'll be sending activations to you, um, remote activations to help you release the story. And then week four, that is like our grand celebration, our live session, where you really get to meet your ancestors' business team and work with them. So that's the program. Awesome. Thank you. There's a lot there. And there's um, so so much possible, because like like we talked about, it's not just about releasing the wounds. It's not just about 
identifying the trauma. It's that plus also connecting with the ancestors and connecting with those gifts and talents and abilities and just what your soul purpose is. It's so much more than just releasing and clearing. Um, so Dr. Monique's package is available for two and three part payment plans. And you can also use the 24 hour special uh, gift code from me, TACS10. So please do take advantage of it. Um, when is it starting again? It is starting June 15th. It's starting right? on June 15th and all of the sessions are recorded. Both sessions are recorded. So if mm-hmm. for some reason you can't attend, so June 15th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time is the very first session. Once again, if you can't come live, you'll be receiving information from me once you sign up that gives you an opportunity to send your question to me. I'll answer your question during the live sessions. So therefore, you'll be able to go back and listen to the replay. But if you're able to attend live, that's good too. Awesome. So again, this special course um, with Dr. Monique is available at alar.at4 slash show for slash Monique six. So please do take advantage of it. And especially, you know, like you want to get your work out there. You want to get yourself out there. This is, this is the time truly. Uh, there's, you know, I keep saying there's no more excuses. You know, it's time for us to show up. It's time for us to do our work. We are needed. Our, our gifts and talents and abilities are needed. And so, you know, the uh, ancestresses can help you to move forward, get the next steps, you know, and start healing those generational wounds that may be, you know, sabotaging you from doing that in the past. So in the past, yeah. <laughs> right. And, um, and the other thing too is, don't be surprised if you're in the group and all of a sudden some business ideas start to flow through me that they're sharing as well. So that mm-hmm. comes through. Yeah. Which is really awesome. fun. I love that. <laughs> Good. All right. So do you have time to take a few more quick questions? Sure. We still have lots of people mm-hmm. with their hand raised and lots of questions in the chat as well. Um, so Odile, Odile never gets a chance to ask a question. Odile, you want to ask your question? Yes, please. So I'm a healer and I like to read that there is a new ability that I could develop that I'm not aware of yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a healer and there's a new ability that you may want to, okay. Were you, there's some like grandmother energy that's coming in. Were you connected to your grandmothers by any chance? I knew both of them, but they didn't have any special abilities I could use. They didn't, they didn't share them, right? There's something about like, there's this, all this grandmother energy that is flowing around you. It's this wisdom energy that's really powerful. Um, So let's see what they want to do with this. On your mother's, mother's side. There's like this collective of grandmothers. And 
there's something around you working with younger people who are struggling to they're struggling around identity what to do with their lives um these are these young people are healers as well so i don't know if you're doing any teaching right now but there's mm-hmm. something around you teaching and working with younger people and younger people younger adults so they they're not saying children but younger adults because you in, you have this grand oh okay now i get it okay so because of this grandmother energy that you have around you these young people feel safe and they see you as this wise elder in the community and they want to come to you and learn what you do. And so there's something around you becoming a teacher. It may even be your own healing modality. It may be you combining a number of things, but a great place for you to start is really to ask for support from the grandmothers in your lineage who had healing gifts and want to support you. So if you have pictures of grandmothers, even if you, you know, you knew your grandmothers and you didn't know them to have any gifts, still take them. And if you have photos of them and place them on an altar with a candle and ask them and any other grandmother in your lineage to come through and help you really become clear about what this is that you'll be teaching, but you'll be teaching some type of tool and younger people will be be very attracted to you. Very, very attracted to you. And that is part of what your legacy will be is helping the younger generation carry on the work that you're doing. So that's their message for you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Uncle Dale. Thank you. Um, you It's weird, though. Sometimes, you know, I look at my grandma's like, well, they didn't have any gifts. What gifts did they have? Right. But (laughs) when when um, when I look at how independent they were or how strong they were and how much they overcame, those are also gifts or how resilient they were. Those are also gifts as far as I'm concerned. It's not just psychic gift, clairvoyant gift, that, that kind of thing. It's also their strength of character, their kindness there all of that as well you know so mm-hmm. um i always have i i always want to like remind people that when you're talking about gifts it's not just i'm a, I'm a healer i do energy work i am a coach or whatever you know what was it in the past that they had you know how how were they um looked upon by society or their their culture or their community but those are also um as far as i'm concerned gifts Right, Dr. Money? Absolutely. I mean, they may have been the person that people came and talked to. That's coach, right? They may have been the one that made that wonderful cake (laughs) and the cookies that made people feel better, right? Exactly. So they had different ways of offering the healing and the support that were also very powerful in themselves. 
And so if you take a look at some of those things, and as you said, the resilience, the ability to survive and thrive, you know, the ability to overcome unusual circumstances, those are all gifts. Those are all gifts that you can pull into um, and have them support you with doing your work. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Um, Erica Lewis, she says, Dr. Monique, who is the ancestress who can best support me in shifting from my current job? I'm not sure what to do next. And I feel a bit stuck in my legal job, maybe helping me figure out my next steps towards whatever my purpose is. Well, one of the, for some reason, one of the questions that came through was um, meditation. Do you, are you doing any form of consistent meditation practice? So if you have, okay, yes, you are meditating. Great. And I don't know if this is coming through because I know somebody who's doing it. Well, I know a couple of people are doing it. Um, they're actually teaching meditation to people working in the legal field to help them with the demands and the stress of being in the legal environment. That's something that's coming through. And for you, it's not necessarily meditation, only it's mindset and um, really teaching people to let go of some of the attachments that take place, teaching them how to cut cords from their experiences. Um, So that's something to just kind of, you know, explore a little bit. I know I have a client who teaches the energy of money to um, attorneys who are working in situations where they're working with large sums of money, helping them understand that money is energy. And he teaches classes on it to, and as well as meditation classes and that kind of thing in the legal field. I don't know why they seem to keeping you in the legal field, but there's something about you're not finished there. It's just in a different way. It's just in a different way. There's something that you're doing in the legal field, but it's very different than what you're doing now. And because you have the experience in the in there, um, there's a guy that teaches meditation at your law firm. Exactly. <laughs> right. And because you have that experience, these people are wanting to work with you. You know, they'll want to work with you because you have that background, but really start to think, what are the things that you see that people in that industry need to really be more fulfilled and more at peace and more positive and more uplifted? Think about that and see if there's something that you can create there. You have an ancestress that um, that is 
fourth generation father's side of the family. I think it's her father's father's side of the family, fourth generation. And she was really a master at helping people just be more at peace, to be calm um, under stressful situations. She, it sounds, I'm guessing that getting from her that she worked in, not so much in the legal environment, but, but almost like first responder type situations, um, helping people just be more at peace and more connected to who they are. And she taught that and taught that very, very well. She is saying that that's, you're a teacher. So thinking about your next steps in a way where you're actually teaching something, where you're sharing something, um, sharing your experiences, sharing what you've learned, you're actually doing that. And as a result, are helping people be more peaceful, more kind, more gentle, um, helping them to just kind of slow down a little bit. And that's how she wants to help you. And so you can connect with her. Um, For some reason, Monet is her name is coming through, Monet. Um, Yeah, Monet. So you can connect with Monet and really kind of sit with her and ask her what you jointly can do together that will allow you to teach something in what appears to be still in the legal field. Yeah. Beautiful. I can see that. Okay, good. (laughs) Awesome. Good. Thank you, Erica. Um, Okay. Sarah, Sarah. You want to unmute yourself? Hi, thank you so much for remembering that, Alara. Actually, my name rhymes with yours. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would just like to know what I've got back there. I know my dad, you know, really suffered through the Depression. um, And um, I've gotten coerced or manipulated into situations where I was just working my tail off and not getting paid. And I won't go into the details. I write a melodrama book about it but um i also when i do weddings and it's like a constant negotiation it's like we really want you to do our wedding all right well here's my fee well we can't afford that um and if i don't uh slide my scale down i won't work at all so that doesn't work anyway i'm wondering if i've got an ancestral block um and uh because i've had money issues all my life and i looked at it plumber's bill when I was a girl and went, ah, that's so much money and decided I'd have to like learn plumbing and do everything myself. So um, I have figured out what my package is going to be when I get on the scene of, of doing healing. I have a very dear friend who's on all these shows who's been helping, but, it, but I finally figured that out this week. Like, what is it that I already do? Because I s- strive toward opening up all my clairs and all that. So to keep the question short, um, is there anyone who can work with me and my ancestry? And do you see any particular, you know, wound that got started somewhere that's caused the situation? Thank you. 
Thank You're you. welcome. And besides, I just want to tell you how beautiful you are. Oh, just, thank you. I just love looking oh, at the art of you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So scarcity, obviously, right? Because mm-hmm. you're the depression and I sense that there was some scarcity for multiple generations. So there's scarcity there that may be kind of showing up energetically when you're even asking for your prices for your weddings. And I have done a number of weddings as well. So I get exactly what you're saying about people. They're like, oh, I can't spend that much money, but yeah, they'll spend it somewhere else on flowers. So um, it really, you're, you're really at that point where saying this is what I want and sticking with it. And that comes from us really clearing that scarcity wound that for you, that would be really um, powerful to clear that scarcity wound because what they're sharing is that you have the confidence, you have the ability, um, you know what your prices are, but for whatever reason, there's this scarcity piece that is keeping you from really commanding that and really accepting that. So what they are encouraging for you to do is to, when you're working with people around um, the money for your wedding packages, we're starting there real quick, just one tip. When you're working with people around the around the money packages, connect with the ancestresses and the ancestors of those individuals and let them know what you will be providing, what you will be sharing with and what is unique about what you'll be doing with this couple and ask them to help the couple understand the power of your connection with them. And if there isn't a connection, then the ancestresses won't make that connection, but you can absolutely do that. So that's just a quick thing that you can do. I'm sensing that it isn't that people won't pay, it's that they're sensing that they can negotiate with you to talk you down in your prices. And so working with um, that scarcity wound a little bit and releasing it will help with that. Okay. You have um, healers on your mother's mother's side. Um, They are, it was like a collect, it's been passed down from generation to generation to generation for at least eight generations in your family. But it got to generations that were like five generations ago and it got blocked. It became blocked. And that was because of the scarcity wound and a betrayal wound that took place. But there's like this ancestress that's like four generations back that's saying, you got caught and stuck in the fifth generation, but I'm in the fourth generation and I'm really was trying to pull it forward and didn't fully get to do it, but did pull it forward a little bit. And she's the one that wants to work with you. She's the one that wants to bring this back into your family lineage so that future generations 
whether they are your children or the children of your siblings or cousins or family members you don't know, what they want is they want this to be continued and you're the one that they're connecting with to make that happen. And they said, just offer your work and stick with what you feel your offering is worth. Not what you're worth, what your offering is worth, because, you know, you're worth, you're priceless. So really look at what is your work worth and stick to that number, stick to that and allow them to sort of open the pathways for the right people to connect with that number. Just assume you're going to get it. Stay in that energy that you're going to get it because you come from a long line of powerful healers that had wisdom and knowledge and gifts that you are carrying with you. Therefore, you deserve to be paid for them and really stand in that power. So connect with that particular ancestress. Um, That's the fourth generation. Um, It's interesting. She's not giving me a name because she said that she's taking the energy from other ancestresses. So she's like a combination of all of them. And she said, give her a name, whatever you're, you know, close your eyes, um, sit quietly and then decide what you'd like to call her. And when you call upon her, depending on what you're working on, she has different ancestresses throughout the lineage that she can pull forward to support you and work with you and help you. So that's the one that wants to work with you. Nice. Wow. So it seems like it's, um, it's kind of like a spokesperson for the collective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Good. So we, we lost Sarah, but, uh, but she will hopefully listen <laughs> or watch this she again is. so that she can um, hear what you said, because it was brilliant. There was so much info there. So good. Thank you. Oh, my God. I think she's back, but oh, my goodness. It's so weird. I mean, not weird. It's so. Hi, I've never had that happen before. People say energies come through and it messes up their Internet. My Internet just totally went out. I couldn't get on my phone. Yeah. Or so you missed the whole thing that Dr. Monique said. You'll have to go back and watch or listen I again. Listen to the replay. I am so grateful for whatever it is you said. I'm sure it was very helpful. <laughs> and I'm sure whatever question I have will be answered by the cosmos. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. Good. Thank you, Sarah. It was, it was, a, it was a really good um, information and wisdom that came through for you. So please do. Mm-hmm. How soon will the replay come up this is so curious making I'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not bugging you i'm just <laughs> lamenting not getting to hear it yeah, myself i know it's it'll be up in a few in just a few hours i have to uh, eat because i have not eaten yet so it's like i'm and, starting to fade and, and blessings <laughs> blessings to you dr monique and alara for allowing that and i know it's going to be great when i hear it thank you so much yes, oh you're thank more than you. welcome <laughs> um the discount code again cindy is t-a-c-s-10 it's on the page, so you will see it there. 
but TACS10. Okay. Yeah. So take advantage of it. We can. Um, what I was going to say to Dr. Monique was like, every time you come, we always have a lot of people wanting to ask you questions. And I wish there was a way that I could say to people, okay, the people that didn't get a chance to ask, you'll be the first ones next time, but it's, you know, there's no way to, <laughs> to do that. <laughs> but that would be, that would be great if we could do something like that. Um, and they, you know, just so you know, I mean, I realized that you had a question today, but if you do sign up for the package, you will have an opportunity to ask a question. Everyone will have an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and you'll receive information about the Ancestress. Yes. The Ancestress business team as well. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, so again, a little the, bit of information today, but it goes much deeper than we went today. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, the package for Dr. Monique is available at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Monique six. Of course, the, all the links will be out in the replay shortly, just in a couple of hours. Um, so you can you know, go back and take a look at the special offer page again and go back and watch or listen again. Because a lot of the information, Dr. Monique, that you gave it, it is applicable to everybody. Right. It's not just for that one person. It's applicable to everyone. So if you're willing to receive, again, it's always about what are you willing to receive? Are you willing to receive the wisdom that is pretty much universal and applicable to us all? You know, then it is there for you. Yeah. If your story is similar to someone else's, listen to the um, information that was shared because there's an ancestress in your lineage that will relate to that information and will be able to connect with you as well. So the name may be different, but the energy and the wisdom that is shared will be very similar. And so any, anything that I shared today, any spiritual practice, any information, you can take all of that and apply it to yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Thank you. All right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the questions. I do apologize that we can't get to them all, um, but thank you for being here with us. For being for sharing this space with us this time with us i so appreciate it um and thank you <laughs> dr monique like always wonderful show wonderful information wonderful energy you know just yeah brilliant so thank you thank you thank you for having me on your show and always inviting me and making me feel very welcome i just i love you dearly and i admire your work and all of the things that you're doing and so thank you for allowing me to be a part of it and for everyone here, thank you for giving me the honor of connecting you with your ancestresses. I truly, truly um, cherish this opportunity. So thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.